Hello, everyone. This is Mike Sedam with the Crucial Talks podcast. This week, I am heading to Banff, Canada to speak at the Petroleum Safety Conference. Some of you may be thinking, I didn't know Mike knew anything about oil and gas. Well, I'll have you know that I understand a ton about oil and gas. I change my oil every few thousand miles, and I put gas in my car when the gauge gets near E. Okay, so I don't know that much about the oil and gas industry. So why would these folks want me to come talk? Well, I am hoping it's the same reason I do these podcasts, write, and give presentations. It's so we can all understand each other better, understand ourselves better, and have a positive impact. When I was deciding what to cover on this week's episode, it occurred to me that the organization putting on the safety conference is made up of people from different parts of the world that work at different companies, have different job titles, and come from different backgrounds. And here I am, a guy with zero oil and gas industry experience, talking to them about human behavior, risk, and safety. How can that work? It works because of the power of superordinate goals and networking with others where we either see each other as part of the same group or we see each other as part of different groups that complement each other. The organization that puts on the Petroleum Safety Conference is called Energy Safety Canada. It's made up of six separate industry associations and includes government and regulatory organizations. Their goal is to make sure everyone goes home safely. This is what I refer to as a superordinate goal and one of the reasons a network like this works. Superordinate goals are goals that transcend different groups and they can transcend conflict. For instance, Energy Safety Canada is made up of associations and different companies. Those companies may actually be competitors, but when it comes to safety, they can join together and work toward this goal of making sure everyone gets home safe. We see the same thing in the aviation field, where safety in the national airspace system is a goal that every airline can get behind, and they work together to improve it. Goals that can transcend different groups is a primary reason why networking can work. The other reason networking works is because of how the groups involved with that network see each other. In this conference, people from different companies and different groups can get along, network with each other, and enjoy each other's company while learning a great deal from each other. Why is this? Why aren't they battling with each other for more market share or trying to get information that can help their company and hurt the other company? Don't get me wrong, this may be happening on occasion, but what I see are people getting along and working with each other. This happens because of the relationships people see between their respective groups. What this means is they see something in the other groups that is similar. For example, if two companies were both competing for the same contract, they would be at odds with each other. They would be competitive groups fighting for the same prize. They would be focused on what differentiates them and what that limited resource of the contract can provide to them. They would not be cooperating. In comparison, members of two different companies that see categorical similarities will have a better chance of cooperating. They know they belong to two different companies, but they also see there are social categories they both belong to. They can see similarities. For example, in the Energy Safety Canada membership, people share the same categories as belonging to the oil and gas industry, as being focused on safety, and of all having family and friends they want to get home to. 
So that's why that goal works. And that's why they can get along because they see these similarities. When we want to network, we can focus on those two things to help ensure that the network connection is valuable and one where all the parties benefit. We want to make sure there is a superordinate goal that both parties can get behind. In the case of Energy Safety Canada, it is clearly stated as wanting everyone to go home safe. Let's listen to this clip from the movie Armageddon, and then we'll talk a little more about why this superordinate goal works. I address you tonight not as the president of the United States, not as the leader of a country, but as a citizen of humanity. We are faced with the very gravest of challenges. The Bible calls this day Armageddon, the end of all things. And yet, for the first time in the history of the planet, a species has the technology to prevent its own extinction. All of you praying with us need to know that everything that can be done to prevent this disaster is being called into service. The human thirst for excellence and knowledge Every step up the ladder of science, every adventurous reach into space, all of our combined modern technologies and imaginations, even the wars that we fought have provided us the tools to wage this terrible battle. Through all the chaos that is our history, through all of the wrongs and the discord, through all of the pain and suffering, through all of our times, there is one thing that has nourished our souls and elevated our species above its origins, and that is our courage. The dreams of an entire planet are focused tonight on those 14 brave souls traveling into the heavens. That man's not a salesman. That's your daddy. And may we all, citizens the world over, see these events through. Godspeed and good luck to you. In that clip, you can hear that times are dire. The world needs to work together and put aside its differences. They are able to do that because of the superordinate goal of saving the world from annihilation. We're going to talk about why this superordinate goal of saving the world works. As we do, think about how it can apply to the goal of everyone going home safe, or think about how it may apply to a superordinate goal you have at home, at work, or in your community. There are three things that fit with superordinate goals to make them work. First, there is no way one person can accomplish the goal. We need each other. Second, the goal doesn't conflict with other goals. Third, everyone benefits. So we also want to make sure that there is a way that all of the different parties can see each other in a positive light as part of the same social categories. We want to focus on the positive because people want to belong to categories where they receive positive esteem. In this next clip from We Were Soldiers, we hear Mel Gibson playing the role of Hal Moore. 
Look around you. In the 7th Cavalry, we got a captain from the Ukraine. Another from Puerto Rico. We've got Japanese, Chinese, Blacks, Hispanics, Cherokee Indians, Jews and Gentiles, all Americans. Now here in the States, some men in this unit may experience discrimination because of race or creed. But for you and me now, all that is gone. We're moving into the valley of the shadow of death, where you will watch the back of the man next to you as he will watch yours. And you won't care what color he is or by what name he calls God. They say we're leaving home. We're going to what home was always supposed to be. So let us understand the situation. We are going into battle against a tough and determined enemy. I can't promise you that I will bring you all home alive. But this, I swear, before you and before Almighty God, that when we go into battle, I will be the first to set foot on the field and I'll be the last to step off. And I will leave no one behind. Dead or alive, we will all come home together. So help me God. In that speech, we do get to see another example of a superordinate goal, going to battle with each other, although the goal doesn't seem as clear as the Armageddon example. What is clear, though, is that the speech is knocking down social categories that may have created walls between individuals. What's happening in the scene is a creation of social categories that everyone can be a part of, regardless of the social categories they had before. This is important because having shared social categories and recognizing positive similarities helps people work together. We can see how it works in this case. So think about the cases where you may need to work with others. Is there conflict that prevents cooperation? If there is, can you find a way to recognize similarities? Positive similarities, because remember, people seek group belonging to gain esteem. So we should try to focus on positive categorical similarities. Now let's listen to this next clip where Mel Gibson is again playing Hal Moore, and we can look into his thought process on why he wants to knock down those barriers. When Crazy Horse was a baby. He nursed from the breast of every woman in the tribe. Sue raised their children that way. Every warrior called every woman in the tribe mother. Every older warrior, they called him grandfather. Now, the point here is that they fought as a family. 
Take care of your men. Teach them to take care of each other. Because when this starts, each other is all we're going to have. Any of you some bitches calls me grandpa? In that clip, you got to hear why Hal Moore wanted to break down those barriers. He knew that to reach a goal where they could all benefit winning a battle, they needed each other. He said that each other is all they will have. This helps us understand why, when we want people to cooperate, we need to recognize the similar categories they belong to and those categories that give them positive esteem. Now, in this episode, we have talked about two reasons why networking works. First, there's a superordinate goal where people need each other to reach that goal. The goal doesn't conflict negatively with other important goals, and everyone seeking that goal can benefit. Second, we can increase the chance of people cooperating and communicating when we focus on similar categories that they all belong to, and those categories provide them with positive self-esteem. We see how this works in organizations like Energy Safety Canada, where people with different backgrounds and from different companies can work together toward the goal of everyone going home safe. The next time you need to get something done, see if you could use these concepts to improve cooperation between the people on the team. It can work when two people are trying to cooperate. It can also work with large groups of people that need to cooperate. I would love to hear how you approached it and if these concepts helped. Please visit www.crucialtalks.com and reach out to me. Also, if you could please subscribe to the podcast and give it a good rating, I'd really appreciate it. If you have any questions, if you'd like me to present to your organization, if you have any advice for me, or if you have any ideas for what you want to hear in future episodes, please reach out to me and let me know. Have a great week. And remember, if we want to understand behavior, we need to understand what drives people.